everyone, and welcome to the Five Star Joshi Show here on the Fight Game Media Network. I am your host, Scott Edwards, and with me, as always, is Parker. Parker, how are you on this fine Wednesday morning? I'm doing great. This is like officially, we're, we're like officially Joshi Summer right now with mm. uh, two starting pay-per-views this week, this past weekend, uh, two starting pay-per-views this upcoming weekend, obviously the start of the five-star, Ice Ribbon is, in, is at Cork and Hall, uh, TJPW is doing their Princess Cup, we have, I mean, at the time of recording, Miu Yamashita wrestling on Dynamite tonight. Uh, which this this will probably be out that will have happened by the time this comes out but yeah there's like so much going on uh so i am looking forward to talking about it at all yeah it's it's a wonderful time to be a joshi fan and you and me have kind of hyped that up for the past couple months uh but this is this is where we just go all in uh you know starting this weekend stardom is do has a important show every single weekend until october 1st that is just Mm -hmm. insanity and tjpw they're closing up their tournament uh i think this is the quarterfinals this weekend so that'll be a fun little topic to go through and like you said ice ribbon big cork and then there'll be a bunch of other joshi events coming in the next month or two that is really exciting to talk about but let's talk about unfortunate news right off the bat here as we do our stardom conversation tecla has been removed from the five-star Grand Prix, and she will be replaced by Momo Kogo. So obviously, before we talk about Momo Kogo in the tournament, uh, we want to, you know, we're pretty upset, obviously, that Tekla had to get taken out. Uh, she tweeted out to everyone who was looking forward to seeing me compete in the five-star. I was advised to take some more time off instead of pushing it. Came here to show you guys a good time for a long time, and that's all. That's what I'll do once I'm 100% again. Back soon, and good luck, DDM. So right off the bat, it does. It, it mostly just feels like, you know, she was near being good, but they don't want to risk the, you know, what's happened to Julia last year where, you know, tech was good, tech was good, tech was good. And then maybe they have to pull her out. Uh, maybe she, you know, maybe she just couldn't go all like 12 tournament matches a lot mm-hmm. and 12 tournament matches where you have to go all out is even more. It's not like people take, you know, a night off in this tournament. That is just not the case. So, you know, it stinks for her, but obviously it's a major opportunity for Momo Kogo. Yeah, it's disappointing for um, for Tekla, who has obviously had a, a pretty nice rise in Joshi this year. She was just kind of a an ice ribbon mid carter, uh, and, and then at the start of this year, she joined Stardom, joined DDM, of course, um, and she was SWA champion. She beat Mina Shirakawa to win that vacant championship. She challenged for the high-speed title. She's challenged for the goddess titles. So she's constantly involved in stuff um, whenever she's she's been healthy. But uh, her last match was the high-speed match against Azumi. Um, that only went about seven minutes. That may have been the plan mm-hmm. originally. I'm not sure. But it's it's interesting to wonder if, if maybe something had happened in that match uh, where they just had to, had to go to that finish uh, quickly even though it wasn't necessarily immediately apparent um so the yeah obviously wishing the best for her and 
you know, she'll get opportunities to to do this this tournament. That's not yeah. that's not really a worry um, at all. So she'll be back next year. She'll be in it. Not not too super worried about that. Um, on the other hand, as you as you led me in there, uh, this is great for Momokoko. I mean, it's really exciting. She was the out of all the alternates, I would have had Saida as like I, I, the guaranteed somebody who I think should mm-hmm. be in there. And then I think after her, I would have had Momokoko as the next person who I would have I would have put in there if I if I was booking this tournament over Ami Sare and uh, and my Sakurai. Um, and so I'm really glad that she gets to be in here. I thought she did really well against mm-hmm. Azumi in her high-speed title match. And I just think she's like generally really talented and more so than pe- people either give her credit for or her standing on the card mm-hmm. right now um, w- would lead you to believe. Um, yeah. I think she's better than most of the people sort of on her you know, kayfabe level in stardom. So uh, I'm very much looking forward to seeing what she can do here. I mean, you just look at the list of opponents she's going to face. She's going to take on Shuri and Utami and Tam Nakano and Risa Sarah and Micah and Himeka and Azumi again and Koguma. And so there are lots of people here she can wrestle and get tons of in-ring experience with uh, and try to put on uh, a good show. Yeah, uh, for sure. And, and, we talked about it all throughout that qualifying league of like how Momokogo would be a great option. Obviously, we didn't see it happening because of the way they've been booking. But now that she gets the opportunity and, you know, she's coming in with the most confidence she's ever had, it feels like. Every single time she goes out there now, ever since that match with um, Azumi, it, it, it's been just, you know, good showing after good showing like her tag team with Mayu has shown that she has grown alone. Like that has become that, that tag team has become one of my favorite parts of those house shows for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And she, it, it she, and, month, she and Mayu had a great match, like a legitimately one of the better stardom house show matches of the year against um, Utami and Azumi mm-hmm. uh, just last, just not last weekend, but the previous weekend. So yeah, I'm with you there. Yeah, and learning from Mayu, obviously, you know, that, that that goes a long way. Learning from Hazuki goes a long way. But now she gets to learn in the ring for 12 different tournament matches. That is just – that. those are teachings you can't really – you know, you can't pass those up. If you get an opportunity, you take it. And I'm happy they picked her because obviously they could have picked a Lady C who was in the tournament last year. They could have picked Ruaka who was in the tournament last year. But they went with someone new, someone that's going to grow from it. Uh, I'm not saying Ruaka wouldn't grow from it, but they're picking someone that didn't have an opportunity before. Now she does, and I think she's going to shine for the most part. Quick, I'm sure her quick. points change, though. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, I don't think she's going to win the matches that that Tekla necessarily would have yeah. won. Um, the quick quick note on on the, the choice of Kogo, um, Sunny, who runs the Sunny Gutierrez, who runs the uh, Stardom English um, social media, uh, mentioned on the um, on the Observer board that uh, he was under the impression that the reason Kogo was selected it was between Kogo and Ruaka for that final spot. Um, and he was under the impression that Koga was selected because f- simply because she's older and Ruaka mm-hmm. will will get chances like she's already been in a five star. Ruaka is still not 18. She will get chances to wrestle in five stars in the future, whereas, right. um, you know, Kogo is, is pretty much in the prime of her career, even though she has um, an undefined age at this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, that is uh, so that, that was kind of the justification there. Okay. 
That makes sense. That makes sense. I I I like the move either way. Um because you know, you think about it towards next year, who knows who will be in the tournament. I'm sure they're going to want to get uh Amasaki in the tournament and you know, there's not a lot of spots when you think about it cuz they're going to want to probably keep doing outsider people. So her getting this opportunity is very big for her and I'm looking forward to seeing how she does because I think it can only make her better in the long run. But we have two pay-per-views to review <laughs> here so let's not uh let's cut let's not uh keep going over all these things because it's a busy time here in stardom stardom and showcase volume one the very first edition of this brand that is titled the sports entertainment brand of stardom that's what the tweet said and by the end of the show you kind of knew that uh so every single match had some sort of stipulation, either, even if the stipulation didn't necessarily, you know, change the game. Uh, I'm going to say, I think, so I know that these pay-per-views are probably such a fun time for the talent because, you know, every show they do is mostly serious, especially ahead of the five-star. So first and foremost, I think the, idea and as the time develops will be really good i i look at this more as like a new blood type show than a pay-per-view pay-per-view if that makes sense i know Mm -hmm. it's sold on pay-per-view but that's kind of how i look at these shows and at over time i think they'll get better and better because let's let's be honest they're just tossing they're throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks and not everything is going to stick from the show that's just the truth I think there were good parts. I think there were bad parts, and we'll get to that. But overall, I think just seeing, you know, you could tell how much fun the talent had and the different feeling it had, you know, with the DJ playing the music. There's obviously places to change and places to improve, but overall I thought it's a good idea for them if they're not running it every month because – I don't need mm-hmm. to see it every month, but if you're doing every other month or every three months, that's okay with me. Yeah, overall, I would say this is pretty pretty mixed bag in terms of my yeah. my entertainment level. Um, I don't know. I see the appeal. Like there were moments where I was just like having a blast and and being like, okay, right. that was great. Right. Um, one match in particular that uh, was that, but then there were other moments where I, it was literally like, this is the worst stuff stardom has done all year. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, when, when that, when that happens, it's, it's a little disappointing. Like if you can safely say that, um, you know, just looking at cage match ratings, for example, and obviously that's not the gospel, but it, it shows, <laughs> it, it shows a general, um, consensus. And, uh, currently the, th- out of seven matches, the third highest rated match on the show is the rumble. Uh, so, (laughs) I mean, that that probably gives you an indication of maybe the the quality of wrestling that we saw on this show. So, um, I, I don't agree with that by the way. Um, but it it, it is what it is. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought this was pretty much a mixed bag and to be honest, I don't have, there's a lot of matches here that I don't really have much to say about at all. We're going to go through Um, the results mostly. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go through that here. All right. Nagoya Rumble. Go Keegan Death won the Rumble. Uh, I guess the moment of this match was her celebrating with stars. That was about it. Uh, the other surprise was, um, was it Super Strong Starter Machine? Is that mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, I don't have that. I didn't have that right down. But yes, 
No one knows who that is, of course. Um, I don't so, know. Yeah, they got a mystery yeah. woman under a mask. She's really she sweet, really great, strong. Though. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, really good. She should probably come so, back. For some, I'm strangely drawn to her. I'm not really sure. <laughs> I don't know. I hope they. I hope they bring her back. Yeah, in a in a totally unrelated note, uh, Saeeda and Ami Sarai faced Micah and Hameka in the power and power match. Uh, 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 worth noting that Utami had to miss this show, and we'll get to all the people that did have to miss as we go through this card. Uh, she had to miss the show, so it removed her and Lady C from the match, so it turned into a power and power match. Uh, this was not much of anything for me. I like seeing Ida and Saray together because, you know, we don't get mm-hmm. to see that a lot of the difference. And I was like, you know, these two, if they were on the same unit and which they're not obviously they could be a good tag team if they developed over time um which is funny because Ami Saray is currently in a tag team (laughs) but we'll get to that (laughs) later um I think those two work together I love Mike and Jamaica together but this it was just uh it was this match wasn't much yeah the 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 big spot was when the two shorter members put the taller members on their yes. shoulders yes and, <clears throat> and and made that happen uh and they did like a, a tower battle there yeah. um i will say and I'll, and uh, maybe i can bring this up on the next review but uh, um saray has like has like oh. realized that she's a person in the last yeah, few weeks yeah, um she's nice. like actually showing personality which is good because she was kind of a yeah. blank a blank canvas for a while there when she signed so that's cool that's exciting um uh, i think gonzai really needs it so yep but yeah not much to say here in terms of the match uh all right okay here we <laughs> go um the cosmic rules match mina shirakawa unagi sayaka and saki wrestled to a no contest um I will start by saying this is the worst starter match of the year. I will not hear mm-hmm. anything else. I don't think it's close. Um, this was not what I watch wrestling for. It kind of goes into that conversation we had a few weeks ago when they released the video. Um, the it's the, it's it was the part where you know Mina's doing like the thing where she's taking off her clothes and staring at the camera. And I'm like, okay, so now we've, we, we went from this level to this level as I expected. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to act like I expect it to happen, but it's just, it's not what I sign up for. And like the best part of this match was Saki because like, <laughs> yeah, she, absolutely. Was, she was us of like, Oh, I don't want to be here, but I am here. And also the best part of this whole match is not didn't have to take part in it because she had to miss the show. Yeah. Like that's I'm so happy she didn't have to be in this. Um, it was not at, it was everything I expected it to be. And I saw some people like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Blah, blah, blah. No, it was that bad because that's yeah, it was really bad. What I sign up for at all. This is not what I watch stardom for. Because listen, we're about to start this weekend with the five star Grand Prix, and trust me, we're gonna walk away with so many great matches, and we're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, we were not gonna remember the Cosmic Rules match." But it's the point that I had to watch in the first place, and trust me, I didn't want to, but I did because that's what we do here to cover shows, right? Um, it was just bad. It was not good. The water stuff. Like I, I wrote a review for this show. I said Cosmic Rules means you can use water. There were water guns and beach floats. The less I say, the better. That that was my review hmm. for this because it's just the truth. I do not enjoy it at all, and I hope and if, if there's anything from Stardom Showcase we can remove moving forward, it is this. Yeah, yeah, it's like getting back to our conversation from a couple of weeks ago. It's like you said, just not what 
I want out of wrestling. Like, like I don't want suddenly like some random AW talent. Like I don't want Thunder Rosa to come out and like start like stripping on right, on right. Dynamite or or her to do uh, a you know a a cosmic rules match or a, a water <laughs> match where she comes out in a towel after being like attacked backstage or, or whatever and, and and tries to do like spots and then you get like like creeps who are like begging for like something to happen with the towel so um yeah no that this is like terrible uh and i don't i don't get the appeal of it for anybody unless i don't know <laughs> like like even even if you're like even if you're like kind of into it like on on like that level if you know what i'm talking about yeah i feel like there's like so many other things <laughs> you, you could do like why like it's not like anything happened that was like all that crazy it was just like stupid i don't know it's i, I don't know i, I want to move on yeah okay sounds good bless saki that's all i'll say she was the, <laughs> yeah. the only good yeah. part of this uh moving on moving on because that that's a, uh shuri defeated haragi karumi in an i quit match i think the takeaway here was that karumi needs some work since she just got back in the ring um there were some points that i enjoy but overall it definitely wasn't what it could have been uh and it's it's probably the weakest shuri pay-per-view match of the year yeah, some people were really down on this. I wasn't. I was. I didn't think this was like bad or anything. Me, either. Me, either. Um, Me either. But it's, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is Shuri, so that's why I confidently say that for sure. And and it was weird <laughs> that it was in. It was it was weird that it was in like the mid card to have a Shuri yeah. singles match with a with a you know a stipulation or a gimmick mm-hmm. to it. Just be like fourth from the top on a show is just it was just kind of odd placing too. Uh, but it makes sense because obviously there wasn't any mirai or um or akane fujita in this match either uh, i'm right. sure it would have been better if those two were in it I agree. um F- fujita has a really good uh creative mind for like hardcore stuff so yep. uh, i'm sure it would have been good but um yeah karugi is somebody karumi i should say is somebody who has a ton of potential and has shown like her talent she just hasn't wrestled in literally a year um and so i I assume she's just getting back into ring shape she's still super young like like yeah she's 22 so so she's like younger she's like the same age as like momo watanabe right uh which people don't i don't think people really perceive that about her necessarily um so she'll she'll get back there she'll she'll be where she needs to be she's part of prominence um she and she'll get a chance to 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 get back into ring shape but for now yeah this is this is not the best uh this is not the best performance I, i've seen out of uh out of her no she flashed some like really quality stuff like the uh boss slam that she does where she mm-hmm. catches the opponent run off like that was phenomenal she did it back-to-back nights and i i loved it both nights so like clearly there is a lot of potential there there's a lot of skill there it's just yeah, you gotta get back into ring shape, and, which and I will you say, gotta have matches. She carries herself really well um, mm-hmm. as just like a big deal powerhouse, like killer type. She mm-hmm. um, she was great, like choking out Shuri in the build up to this. It was it was really good. So yeah, she'll she'll get like if I've seen Karumi in, in numerous excellent matches, she'll easily get back to to where she needs to be. Yeah, I'll talk about this um, on the on the Midsummer Champions review, but I do see Risa, Sarah, Suzu, and uh, Karumi is a potential artist of stardom, at least mm. title challenger down the line. I think uh, that trio is very good uh, together. They had the presentation they had is just like, you know, kind of awesome that not every, not 
you, you can't teach it. You can't teach it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. But let's get to what I thought was the better three matches of the show, or should I say the best three matches of the show, starting with the Falls Count Anywhere match, Tam Nakano, Koguma, Azumi, and Momo Watanabe with Azumi winning. Uh, after she did the uh, after her and Koguma did the Kurt Angle Shane McMahon <laughs> yeah. spot through the uh, wall. Um, I, I, I want to start off by saying I thought every part of this match was just an absolute blast. Um, they took you know, because Falls Count Anywhere can be kind of bad, um, depending on what you do with it. Like, if you stay by ringside the entire time, it's just not worth the stipulation. Um, which you know you could see in like wwe or something like that um but they went everywhere they had this big elephant float on one side they had the rock climbing big slide on the other side and you know you have four talented wrestlers who want to have fun and that's exactly what they did there's so many spots to go through here but parker uh, how do you like this match i love this match i thought this match was great easily the best match of the night um I I I I'm a huge fan of all four in the match, uh, particularly Koguma, Koguma and Tam. So I was really kind of uh, pleased by the the gear switch, which I thought was yes. very funny. Um, I mean, those two those are like my number two and three in the in the promotion in terms of my favorites. So that was a ton of fun. I was dying at them just like exchanging cradles in the bounce house it was just like just preposterous that they were trying to like they were like mm-hmm. bouncing trying to do these like victory roll type deals yeah. um the uh the you know momo backstage taking a break to have a little snack it was very funny <laughs> it's sort of auditized thing is that they always have snacks with them now and so yeah. she's like all right well I'm, I'm gonna go do this and and azumi was kind of baffled at that she didn't it was funny because it was like like obviously all this is, is planned and predetermined and everything but even even in the moment i feel like azumi didn't know exactly what to say to like, get out <laughs> of it so she was she was kind of befuddled there too so that was very funny um the uh of course the the big like hilarious moment which didn't take away from the match at all was koguma going for a giant <laughs> splash off the the inflatable slide and uh there's not a lot of uh resistance to get a good jump off no. on the top of an inflatable slide and so she completely <laughs> ate shit and like fell right on her face down the slide tumbling down and there's mayu iwatani on commentary oh, like best absolutely <laughs> cracking up like she is like dying on commentary uh, um and then yeah and, and, and in between it all like there was some legitimately great high-speed wrestling from all four um and yeah the the finish was was so silly like there it's just azumi and koguma right yeah fighting fighting on the on the ramp and was it koguma yeah I, it I was okay koguma um, was wearing tam stuff Right, right, right. That's what I'm, like. I'm like, oh, what? Um, fighting on the uh, on the stage, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, Azumi uh, suplexes her into the wall, and the wall breaks away, and she, yeah. she gets the pin through there. So, ton of fun, blast, easily the best thing on the night. And uh, I mean, but you you had to have expected it, considering the talent of all four involved and how creative they all are with stipulations and stuff like that like this is this is the the type of match that that i personally am excited to see going forward from uh, from stardom and showcase this is the match that i call good comedy 
wrestling mm-hmm. like like people you know there's so many different types of comedy wrestling i don't like a lot of them but this is like the best kind where you can mix the wrestling into just obviously having fun because these these two these four i mean these four had so much fun and you know i like to bring up the spot where like azumi has momo in a like heel hook and then they just slide down the slide and then (laughs) and then tam and kogum are like oh well we're gonna go break that up by just sliding right into them yeah (laughs) it was fantastic and then but the kogum spot was the spot of the night not not the spot of the show uh not the spot of the match the spot of the night i thought just the mixture of having Mayu. Uh, Mayu has to be on commentary for all these shows, by the way, yeah. because most of them will be comedic, and she just was losing it. Uh, she had so much fun, and obviously her relationship with Koga may- makes it even funnier for her, but it was so funny because Koga was like, oh, I'm going to do this big dive, and then whoop, see ya, and she just rolls <laughs> down. Like The good thing is you know she's okay because it's a bounce house, and <laughs> she's like, she was like, sl- she was rolling so slowly, but she couldn't stop herself, so it was great. Um, yeah, these these four really just went out there and killed it. Um, this this is the type of stuff that I like Stardom show in showcase for because if you're gonna put here's here's the better part, right? We talk about draws and all this stuff. If you're gonna put these four great wrestlers in a match and you're gonna avoid a draw, then you can do this happily. I will watch this every single time. Now they're gonna have to get creative, obviously, on the next one and the next one after that, as the next one was announced, which I'll get to in a second. But the this is why I thought Starman Showcase could be a good idea, and they delivered on it. I think a lot of people this was their match that they were most excited for going into it. So it was nice to see them deliver. It was hard for them not to deliver because, like you said, these four talents often do that. Uh, but definitely definitely worth checking out if you haven't already i I believe it's on stardom world now i think it just got uploaded yesterday Mm, yeah it should be yep so go check that out uh next up was the hardcore match as prominences risa sarah and suzu suzuki defeated the team of oh my julia julia and my sakurai uh there i have to give a lot of credit and i know like you and me we watch a lot of physical matches and this isn't like going to be the most physical and 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 uh brutal uh, match for someone to wrestle because there's obviously worse hardcore matches or death matches but i do want to give credit to my sakurai because she did take a beating in this match um she you know Risa Sarah and Suzuki are not going to take it easy on anyone, uh, let alone someone that's I don't I don't know what Mai's exact skill set, but she hasn't been in wrestling for three years. That's all I remember because she's mm-hmm. in the future uh, of Stardom Division, and you know my Sakurai's improvement. We talk about it pretty much every week now. It's been one of the best stories in Stardom, even if it's not a meant to be told story her improvement has been one of my favorite things to watch as someone that didn't think she you know had a shot at one time because she was so bad uh but switching to ddm gaining her confidence and just learning from them has gone so far so i do want to give her credit here i really enjoyed this match i thought the best parts were obviously when suzu and julia kind of just focused on each other and wanted to destroy each other because that is the story going into this but uh this this was exactly kind of what 
we talked about. It was more of the hardcore match that like Dash Chisako does. It didn't go down the death match route. Uh, they didn't use Suzu's fork ball, but they did have a fork like um, <laughs> thing board. that her and Julia, yeah, the board that her and Julia went through. Like, I really enjoyed this match. I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, you know, <laughs> Suzu hits a uh, pile driver through the table um, onto Julia. I think Julia got her headbutt in. You know, on you know mm-hmm. usual things. She was very devastated when she didn't get it in the night after. So. Uh, I really, it is really good. It continues the feud. That was the most important part for me. How much can it continue the feud? Gives prominence a big win, even if they're just pinning my Sakurai. They looked dominant after this weekend. Yeah, I thought this was the second best match of the night. I enjoyed this a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, I completely echo pretty much everything you said there. I loved, um, my Sakurai took, took a, a beating in this match. And um, from somebody who, came from actress girls of all places and was in cosmic angels and all that like that that's like a a big deal this was her first ever hardcore match so this is you know for her to for her to go in and and go in fully and do the match for real uh, i think that's a big deal so good for her there's some wrestlers who just like wouldn't be willing to to do that so i think that's really cool um just like you said, furthering Julia and Suzu is like number one priority for these two right now. And this did that super well. Um, Risa Sarah is such a killer. Like she's yeah. a monster out there. I'm really looking forward to see how she was able to translate that to non-hardcore matches in the five-star. Um, she's had many great matches in her career that were not hardcore, but that hasn't really been her her game for a couple of years now. So that'll be interesting. And then um, uh, my only my only real problem, um, and it's not even necessarily the the town's fault, was just the the crowd was like it was like silent. I was terrible for, for these two shows. Yeah, this was there was like nothing going on. Um, it was just they were just sort of sitting quietly and and watching these four women like destroy each other. Yeah. Um, and it does take it does take stuff out of it for me it's like un, almost a little unfair to the talent but that's kind of how it goes and you know the, there's always some way to get the crowd into something so i'm not sure what that would have been here but in any case um with a hotter crowd and a more heated environment i think this could have been like almost like a uh, you know a, a truly great match that's like almost must see uh as it stands it was still a great hardcore match uh a, another a perfectly appropriate stop in the julia suzu feud uh while also furthering other other agendas as well so i thought this was a, another success Yes, another success indeed. And the crowd, oh my god, so bad. I don't I just like let's chill with going to Nagoya, please, because <laughs> they they go there all the time. They go there I more know. than than like anybody. It's kind of it's kind of yeah. odd actually. Yeah, cuz it's not like they're I mean, they sell the shows, that's why. <laughs> There's no yeah, other yeah, yeah. They, they, they don't care if the crowd's loud. They as long as you're selling up the building, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh but the main event was Starlight Kid versus Sayak Hamatani versus the mysterious Grim Reaper in a coffin match. Listen, coffin matches are usually bad. And I'm not gonna say like this was great or anything. This is my third favorite match of the night. Uh not the rumble um uh, like cage match says. <laughs> um but I thought there were good parts to this, and but the biggest takeaway I had was, wow, this match would have rocked if they didn't have to worry about a stupid 
coffin and <laughs> they could have just wrestled <laughs> because the three touts i should say mysterious grim reaper was none other than you uh one half of the sendai girls tag team champions team 200 kilograms definitely a big shock for me i don't think anyone said you was going to be the mysterious grim reaper so a fun surprise it seems like she will be around moving forward at least for these showcase uh shows which is pretty cool and we'll get to the tease after but uh how do you like the reveal how do you like the person that they picked um and the match itself yeah i like you a lot um so thanks so man. i think yeah right yeah exactly <laughs> um no you is a is a really just talented wrestler and she's really someone whose sort of wrestler profile is not is not currently occupied in in stardom so i think that for me is is why this is most exciting um they obviously have powerhouse wrestlers on the on the roster but none i would say are as physically strong and imposing as you is mm. um you's obviously got a major pedigree she's in the most dominant you know tag team in joshi outside of like stardom essentially um with with chihiro hashimoto also the idea that potentially chihiro hashimoto could show up Mm. is is interesting i'm a little like cooler on that than most people not not in terms of excitement but you is is a freelancer and hashimoto is not and it's as simple as that um so that's that's another aspect to it and you as somebody who just has like a really extensive pedigree like she bills herself as being a part of pro wrestling eve in uh in the uk and former 2019 yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) it's it's so weird yeah but she just (laughs) yeah wrestling's weird um and she you know former princess of princess champion she had like a nine-month reign in tgpw as as their champion so she's got that pedigree as well um she's kind of all over the place right now uh so if they were to sign you i think that's like massive i think that's a bigger just at face value free agent signing than like pretty much anybody i can think of since like maybe julia or sure sure you would have been the the last one it would have been sure yeah yeah uh but since shuri i can't think of anybody who's come in on a more high profile level than than you has so Mm. um that's compelling i'd be really interested to see her full time in stardom i think that would be fantastic if they were to bring bring her in um in terms of the match it was it was entertaining but it was just purely you dominance over uh over starlight kid or or over yeah starlight kid was one of their top rising stars one of the most popular wrestlers and Sayaka Kamatani, their current wonder of stardom champions so obviously it's not like a it's not like a burial or anything i mean it was kind of literally a burial but it's not uh, (laughs) it's not a burial in the sense of uh you know she's like single-handedly just like killing these people in an actual like three-way match because this is a um this is starting in showcase it's a little bit different maybe maybe slightly outside of canon but um still the idea with how strong they put you over um i i don't know i would i i, I would love to see her see her in stardom going forward mm-hmm. i think that would be really exciting yeah at least for a couple couple big matches you know like a couple title matches any mm-hmm. anything that involves you having a real match and stardom after having this coffin match is cool with me um it, it reminded me of uh when roman reigns pinned edge and daniel bryan at wrestlemania at the same time oh yeah obviously absolutely. she didn't pin them but i was like damn she just stacked them and 
brought and <laughs> the best part is she carried the coffin out right she has the rope yeah and just yeah, well, yeah they, they did her. so many spots yeah. to to get over just her pure strength and her size they had her like she broke the coffin yeah uh after the, trying to you know, being cool, sent into uh, it earlier so camera yeah. over it too like mm-hmm. so you could kind of like see that the coffin exploded uh but yeah they made her look like a beast so she's not going anywhere you don't just have someone do that and then not have them around for the foreseeable future uh this is the best this is the strongest a uh outsider has looked so far since they've started doing the new blood stuff and prominence and Mm -hmm. colors and that's saying something because i think they've made prominence look really good but this was just a different level and i'm excited to see what happens um after the match they cut to another video of this wasn't a grim reaper necessarily but it was someone staring at rossi ogawa um and he kind of said like why are you back or something so giving hints of who it could be uh this kind of automatically made people think it was hashimoto because of the u connection i'm not going to begin to guess because guessing these things almost never works <laughs> yeah i did not there, there guess was not you. a single person who had <laughs> you on their radar as no. being the person here so i'm i'm done i'm done guessing rossi yeah. rossi can figure it out on his own yeah, he's bringing in great people. I don't doubt what he's doing, so just keep right. doing it. Uh, but let's move on here. We've uh, That was Starterman Showcase Volume 1. Volume 2 is coming on the 25th of September, where we have one five-star Grand Prix match set. That card also looks like kind of, if a, if a match needs to be made up, it'll probably happen there as well. Uh, so definitely wait and see on what happens but that's kind of the point of the big schedule if anything happens you have all these shows to make up for it uh we had mid summer champions 2022 in nagoya and i am gonna say it right from the start i love the main event but this was probably the weakest stardom pay-per-view cinderella tournament doesn't count uh the first <laughs> like the first day of the cinderella tournament doesn't count this was probably the weakest um pay-per-view of the year so far yeah i agree with you there um entirely i thought the main event was fantastic um another awesome shuri title defense as expected against tam nakano and outside of that i there was not much to sink your teeth into um i didn't think any of the other matches exceeded expectations no and uh i think the other three main title matches in fact did not meet expectations no. in terms of the triangle the tag title and the uh and the wonder match either so yeah a bit of a disappointing show it wasn't a bad show by any means right and like i said as long as you have like the story of like for example new japan in this g1 tour has been just like middling stuff until they get to like a classic main event um yeah. and so it's like not the end of, end of the world to have a show like yeah. this right um but it, it was not it didn't feel outside of the main event, like terribly inspired uh, in terms of the wrestling or the effort or anything. And maybe everybody's just cooling off before before the five star. I hope that's what it is, at least because uh, because frankly, and I don't know, even know if we need to get super into every individual match no. because there, it's not even like newsworthy. There were no title changes or anything like that. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it wasn't like Saki came in and just was was crazy barn burner level fantastic against saya kamatani and on the flip side saya who consistently elevates every match she's in yeah i, I felt like she didn't really do that here um yeah. i i didn't think the tag title match for example i didn't even think it was like meaningfully better than the draw 
Um, wow. I, I, it was just like I know I know you disagree there. Um, you you liked this more than the draw, but well, I hated um, the draw with every part. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> um, but they were just like they're just wrestling and like doing things in front of that, like that silence for such yeah. a long time. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the, the, the triangle title match was, I thought uh, either the second or third best match on the show competing with the, the wonder match, but even that could have, you know, you could have had some insane, you know, Momo yeah. and Julia sequences or Starlight Kid and Julia sequences and lots of dramatic Saki near falls, uh, which we didn't get either of those. We just got Saki pinning. Ju- it was Julia, right? With the, yep. with the, with the cradle at the very end there to retain um, kind of like truly out of nowhere. So um, yeah, I just not, not a whole lot to write, to write home about. You can give your general thoughts too, but uh, I do want to get into that main event as well. Yep. Uh, so the thing with this pay-per-view is, you know, I walked away out of it. And I said, you know, this would be a really solid pay-per-view for most companies. But mm-hmm. we've reached a point with stardom where we expect like, you know, three, four notebook or borderline notebook type matches and, you know, just a complete card. And this was one of those where, truthfully, the match everyone was looking forward to was the main event. And in the end, that was the only thing that delivered. And, you know, instead of going through match by match, because I agree with you, it's not a show that we really need to do that for. I'm just going to give general thoughts here about everything. Uh, you know, Saki, Saki versus Saya Kamatani. Saki, I thought, was flawless in her delivery. I thought she looked good in her match. It just never reached a point of drama. It never reached a point of that next level. It just kind of... You know, they got through the big moves and it ended. And that's, I, I think that's probably in part that they don't know each other a lot. They don't wrestle each other a lot. So I'm sure that could have to do with it, especially for Saya, who I think Saya, as, as Saya is more comfortable with the wrestler, the better her matches is, aka look at like the Tam Nakano matches, for mm-hmm. example. For sure. Um, so I think that's probably part to do with it. I think it's the second. Uh, second weakest defense of her reign and she's had a great reign so like that's not even disrespectful because the match was good it just wasn't anything special yeah i actually uh, thought it was the weakest would you say okay. unagi's was the weakest yeah, for yeah, you yeah, yeah. I, I didn't i thought this was even weaker than unagi um, they're pretty close for me um if mm-hmm. i remember i don't remember like what i rated Unagi's right match, yeah, yeah, yeah. nor do i plan on going back and seeing it but they were <laughs> right. probably like they were probably like exactly the same if not but I th- the thing is like i thought saki looked good it's just it didn't ever hit any point that i wanted it to which is fine it's whatever um hazuki and koguma versus mirai and ami Saray. i thought it was a great showing by hazuki once again she often does this in her tag matches where she kind of I don't know why, but Koguma kind of just disappears. And I think we talked about this, but Koguma disappears for like the second half of matches that they do. And maybe this <laughs> is kind of like the ALK thing where Julia would kind of take over um, when they were doing their tag title matches. But like, I really noticed that. And Hazuki is the reason that this match got to a level that I enjoyed uh, at least more than the previous um and it was really down to ami saray more so than mirai i don't really remember i know you uh said something on twitter about mirai, <laughs> but uh i don't oh, really yeah. remember <laughs> what mirai did 
in this match. This was uh this As this I was the here. match where, where I had where I had pretty much had it with with Mirai. She she had the yeah. great match against Suzu. I don't want to take that away from her. Mm. But like she she's like nothing out there for me at this point. Like uh, I I can't tell you a single thing she did in the match. She comes out and she gets everybody to clap and then the match starts right. and they stop clapping and what and then like it's like static until the finish um i, I don't I, I don't know the, I, i've never it's it has genuinely been a long time since i've seen a wrestler in i watch a lot of wrestling who has had who has been pushed to this level that that mariah has in terms of she has been involved in title programs literally since she started yeah uh, she's either been involved in title programs or she's winning cinderella and that's her right. her two options since she got here um, exactly. and i feel like like she's like the 17th best wrestler on the roster for me if that it's i i just don't i just don't see it with mariah right now i mean i um, couldn't name the 16 off the top right. of my head, but that sounds well, right look, to me yeah yeah i mean <laughs> all you have to do is look at the the five star roster and i can you know i can give that's you true. like <laughs> she's yeah, she's so, on the lower end there that's yeah yeah so so it's 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 disappointing because yeah it's it, it's like it's not like I think she's bad and it's not like I think she doesn't have potential or anything. She's just not, she's just not where she needs to be in in terms of the push that she's getting. She's not like Shuri. She's not like Julia who had this rapid Mm -hmm. meteoric improvement when she got here to where she's now as like good as anybody. Right. She's not like Utami who came out and when she was champion decided to just become like the best wrestler in Joshi. Um, (laughs) She's she is the exact same as when she got there. And when she gets to a, a company and she's new and fresh and not, you know, unlike the first couple shows where she's not portrayed as like this main event level talent who never, ever loses and is always in title programs. And you're like, OK, this is exciting because she 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 was better than the TJPW riffraff that she had to wrestle <laughs> all the time. And so it's like, okay, right. now we actually right. get a chance to make this happen. But, but I've not seen the growth in her. That makes me think that she d- deserves this, this push on, on mm-hmm. just on like an entertainment level. Like I deserve is maybe not the right word, but um, has, has justified the push in, in, in like an entertainment uh you know section so um yeah i i'm i'm this is where i'm i'm actively looking forward to her five star because i i want to see her succeed uh and i want to see her justify this push in stardom yeah yeah practically every wrestler who gets pushed to this level maybe maybe you could say like unagi didn't quite but she was never pushed to this level no um no uh, <laughs> this is right. a mega push yeah everybody in stardom who gets pushed to this level lives up to it maybe that's an impossible standard to maintain and you're going to have a miss at some point or because that's like there's some pattern that has to be has to be broken there either they keep doing the unlikely thing where whoever they push just happens to be fantastic every single time or we yeah. finally get somebody who doesn't quite live up to it right so i want to see mariah succeed in this tournament she's gonna have every opportunity to do so wrestling mayu and julia and saya and starlight kid and momo and hazuki and natsupoi and all these people um but uh for now she, she has not shown it i am a bigger fan of ami saray than i am of mariah right now so uh, we'll see what she does in in the tournament you know what's my best comparison for Mariah? This is the this push that she's having 
is what people were scared Saya was gonna have when they pushed her. Mm. Starting mm. with that, starting with that Utami match, it's almost exactly the same. She had a world title match. She won the Cinderella. She had a Wonder match, like in very short order. I'm sure she had tag title match somewhere in there, but not as important. Oh, yeah. Uh, like it's almost the exact same push, but what Sayakamatani did was each each time she went out there, she got better and better and better and better. Right, like that Utami match from last year was fantastic. Her winning Cinderella was cool. I think her match with Mike in the finals was good. Uh, she had that great match with Tam where she came up short. Um, you know that it's it's the same kind of push, and it's a sink or swim kind of push. Saya swam. So far, Mariah has not, inc- and I think she's had three good matches, but not to that level. I think she's had a good match with Shuri, but that's with Shuri. I think she had a good match with Saya, but that's with Saya, and I think she had a good match with Suzu. Yeah, but that was exactly with Suzu. That, that's the difference. <laughs> is is it's not it, it's not Mariah driving the great things yeah, in the match. Yeah. I think her best individual performance was the Suzu match, where mm-hmm. I think you could mm-hmm. you could you could reasonably say that she and Suzu were were equally as valuable to to making yes. that match great, but. The Saya match, I was just sitting there. I was like, thank God Saya's here because she's the one doing yeah. everything interesting yeah. here. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to rag on her. It's it's just no, tough no. because there's there's lots of there's lots of promotions where you would be maybe not thrilled with her performance, but you'd be at least like satisf- satisfied. But but the standards are just insanely high in stardom right now, and um, and that's tough if you can't if you can't meet them. So we'll see we'll see what what she does. Um, this is this is the real test here is the five star. And even though Saya had great matches before doing the five star last year, it was not until after the five star and specifically winning that wonder title that she truly. blossomed into like this fantastic wrestler that i think everybody kind of understands her as now um so maybe maybe mariah just needs a five star too maybe she gets some magic working Mm -hmm. singles matches with some of the best in the world uh, on a consistent basis and uh, she comes out of it a a better wrestler we'll see yeah she has the biggest weekend of her career this weekend as far as i'm concerned based on Mm -hmm. her opponents um but like that is a good point of how Saya didn't get to that like point until she won the title because, and I know this because every single time she had a big match, I remember people be like, Oh, can she do it? And I, I realized by like that final wonder stardom title match that where she won the belt, I was like, why are we asking this question? She's literally done it every time. Like she, she has delivered it. And that world of stardom title match with Utami, that was at a time where, People were still not a hundred percent sure if Utami and yeah. was going to carry that match, let alone Saya. So there's a reason to give them both credit there. Um, but, anyways, we'll move on. Let's get to the main event here. Shuri uh, defended the World of Stardom Championship against Tam Nakano. Very emotional match, as you know, Tam does. I think. My favorite version of Tam, and I know people could disagree, it depends on the match, depends on the feud. Like in the Julia feud where she had that great final match to win the title, that was a little bit of her and a little bit of Julia, and it just made for perfection. And I think that's when Tam's at her best is when she is following someone else's matches and uses what makes her great to make it better, right? Like she is the... Mm -hmm. Everyone talks about how she's the best storyteller, the most unique storyteller in wrestling, blah, 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 blah. When she uses all of that 
and makes, say, a Shuri match better. It, it, I absolutely love it. This, believe it or not, I know most people will disagree with me. This is my favorite Shuri defense. Oh, wow. And, I, and, and the reason for it is I think, and the crowd sucks. So, like, I just <laughs> look past the crowd. And I think I've gotten so accustomed to clap crowds or, like, Japanese crowds that it it just hasn't affected me as much. But this was my favorite. I thought Tam gave just another fantastic performance i think this was the first time we saw shuri really on the ropes here which was just it it was a sight to behold because it's been a long time since we really felt like you know what shuri might lose um the way she hit the uh twilight dream and like the way they shot on the camera that Shuri just barely got her foot on there. Like they shot it so you couldn't really see her foot. Yeah, move, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the same. Really I was like, good. oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, holy shit. I was like, holy shit. Damn, just win. Um, uh, yeah, I, I absolutely adored this match. It was the, it really this match needed to deliver for me to like walk away from this pay per view being at all satisfied, and it did. I not not that I doubted these two. Like you know, you were we, right. you and me were just talking about how we expected. We we're just saying everyone had a cool off, but. I would never expect Shuri and Tam Nakano to have a cool off. That's not what they do. They go all in. Uh, they, you know, she jumps off the uh, the uh, Titan Tron video mm-hmm. at the top of the stage. You know, she, she Tam Nakano in title matches is like it's one of the best things, and she did it again. Uh, great defense by Shuri. Uh, it was it was a fantastic match. Yeah, I thought this match was great too. I would put it probably. I'd put it like around momo um in terms of the quality of defense mm. i still think julia is the best one for me um but this was this is great this is the best match on the show by a mile um it, yeah it wasn't close. T- tam, tam is just <laughs> yeah t- i mean tam is just fantastic like she even if there's no story to this there, there's nothing like going on here she also it's also like weird that she even got this match because she's she lost her last singles match against Natsu Boy. Mm-hmm. So um, but she just comes in and she's like, all right, we're gonna put on a great match. Um, and in hindsight, like nobody should have even thought that she had a chance here. To do a title change a week before I know the five yeah. star happens is like, all right, all right, that's not that's probably not happening. That's the TAM power right there. That yeah, that's TAM power. <laughs> we're walking the TAM road now. Uh, <laughs> believe, believe in that type of stuff. But um uh, no, I I have started. Some people are still kind of cool. It's weird. When Shuri won the title, I was like, I'm, I'm a fan of Shuri and I've seen her in. You were the opposite, right? I, yeah, exactly. I was yeah. the, I was the, I, I was like slightly cooler on it than most people because I don't think, I, I just couldn't get into her emotionally, frankly. I, she, she does a lot of like screaming and she's cooled that off quite a bit. But yeah, yeah. I don't know if you recall when she <laughs> when she oh, started in stardom. Yeah, she just like so much screaming. I was like, stop screaming. I remember um, asking Alex when I first saw a Shuri match. I was like, why does she yell so much? <laughs> well, and it was weird because I don't recall her doing that on the indies no, that much either. Doesn't. Maybe it was just like a, a clap crowd thing where Maybe. she felt the need to like fill the silence a little bit. Um, but in any <laughs> case, it, I was just like, and, and I had only really seen her in in a plus awesome matches oh and, yeah. and the other thing my other thing is i didn't watch most of last year's five star because i was busy with student teaching um mm-hmm. 
And so I just didn't, she had so many, from what I understand, great performances. And I just, I I just never saw them. And so I was coming into her title match with Utami being like, all right, she's been built up really strong. She had the classic with Mm -hmm. Utami earlier that year. That is undeniable, right? But aside from that, and aside from like some really good, some really great tag matches with Julia and some, you know, some miscellaneous stuff here and there. um, I think she's just been merely really good and not like, yeah not like Mayu Utami level, right? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. and, and I still kind of felt that early in her reign, but then I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, it was Mirai to start, and <laughs> then, and then, <laughs> which in hindsight is not a terribly strong opponent. Um, gosh, who, who was, who did she it defend against on the, it was Julia, okay. Um, and then Mayu. That match was, fan- yeah, 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 yeah. That match was fantastic. Um, the, the Julia, the Julia match and the but 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 like julia just elevates everything and i even thought the mayu match was both great and also not as good as it could have mm-hmm. been um and so i'm like oh, man, all right and i'm, I'm kind of ready for shuri to like lose this title um <laughs> but she comes out she has risa sarah match it's completely out oh, of formula it's completely unique it was awesome it was so violent it was sick i loved it and um and i was like okay this is cool that was that was cool i'm glad she did that but maybe that was just risa sarah driving things and, <laughs> uh, and all that and then she and then both the momo and the tan match i think have gone very similar you like the Hameka one I did like the the Himeka one, and I th- but I thought it was very like standard for her. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and obviously there was like zero chance of a title change, which always <laughs> exactly. takes me out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so then we get to Momo and Tam, and I think what was gr- number one, uh, one thing that's great is there was for both of them there was at least a chance of a title change. Like it, it's probably wasn't likely, but but you could at least believably you know get mm-hmm. yourself into some near falls here and there. Right. Um, the other thing is Shuri, I've started to become so enthralled with her, her match layouts because they're, they're so non-traditional at this mm-hmm. point for what the, the Sarah match, like, like lit a light bulb over her and made her realize, like, I don't need mm-hmm. to just do yes. epics where we just kind of grapple around for a little bit to start. Yeah. And then we start, then we get the heat and then we do a comeback right. and then we just trade big moves for the last five minutes, which is good. That was but... the problem with her early reign for me exactly exactly and i love the but, julia match but it was part of well the and that was the one that wasn't like that that one was right, the one that was exactly. way more violent and personal there was a story there else. to be fair yeah exactly um and so the momo and tam matches have become these non-traditional layouts where early on it's tam jumping off the mm-hmm. the video board and and momo is getting this this really weird um heel heat through uedotai whereas shuri is usually the one sort of wrestling on top because she's uh, she's an mma fighter and she's dominant and everything like yep. that and the creativity involved in uh in those two matches i think has been stellar and um the work is great she's she's hitting extremely hard as always huh. uh her opponents are matching her and i love the idea that a, that a match can end out of nowhere it's very much this is what like i, I always thought too. the i always thought the platonic ideal for for shuri as a wrestler would be to be like katsuyuko nakajima or keno of noah and mm-hmm. i feel like we finally almost almost gotten there where she the the matches do not follow a traditional layout there is so much violence like there's going to be dead spots because they they're not wrestling it like a traditional match but that's okay because at least like what you're seeing in front of you is entertaining in in terms of sure he's probably like beating the shit out of somebody Mm -hmm. um so 
Um, I just had to put over Shuri, who I was, and she also had like a, a fantastic match with Oscar Veni at the Hanukkah Commercial. Oh as well. yes, yes, yes. Um, so I just, I just have to put her over as somebody who obviously knew, obviously understood why they made her champion, and I never thought she was anywhere close to bad. And in, in fact, I thought she was very good. But there were other people in Stardom who I would have mm-hmm. booked as my top champion other than her. Since yeah. then, I'm like. Oh, no she's great i'm and i'm so glad that, that she did this reign and they've kept her they've kept with her this long and she's really lived up to it because now shuri shuri matches are like must see for me and um and they weren't necessarily a, a year ago so so i'm super thrilled with shuri's growth at least in terms of me some people always thought she was fantastic they were right <laughs> but i but did me, that but yeah you know, but, but for me at, at the very <laughs> least the the changes in the evolution uh are, are apparent yeah. and uh, i'm glad that they've happened because she is she is so self-assured as champion right now i completely forgot you missed her with most of the five star last year mm-hmm. because the reason I loved her five star so much is because of this. It went away from her epic mold. It went because she had to, right? She only has 20 minutes. So right. She has to pick it up. And I think that's why I, I call her run like for tournaments that I've watched in complete, like from beginning to end every single match, she has the best run I've seen. And I think she she is best when she challenges herself and you know i've talked to some people about this and like people got sick of that epic style because it's just like all right grapple 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 and then you know get the other person gets their spots in and she comes back and wins she can do any style that's and whenever she plays to someone else's style i think it's beneficial like playing to the risa sarah match and just making that the all out war like you said was fantastic mm-hmm. and the momo one and the julia one like the julia one's the only one that had a firm story to it Risa sarah is like it just had history to it not necessarily story um and that's why i think she's just so great i mean shuri shuri is for me like anytime she has a big match it's as like you said must see and it's been that way for me for a while um, and that's why, like, when we go into the five star, I said this, it's like, oh, it's five star time. She knows that's why she's waking up now, like to be her absolute <laughs> best, because this is her tournament. She just did it last year. She'll do it again. Um, and, you know, we're going to get to see this Tam rematch. We're going to see a Tommy rematch, Micah rematch. We're going to see a lot of great matches. Hameka rematch. So it's a uh, Risa Sarah rematch. Damn, she has a lot of rematches, uh, but they also be great. Uh, but yeah, this, this, this match carried the show by far for me. Um, and I, and I did like how you said she has the ability to win at any point, whether it be her finisher or not. And that's always been my favorite part of Shuri Cause she did that through the five star last year. She'd win with a sleeper hold. She'd win with the uh, stretch muffler and then she'd win with the mm-hmm. Rio. And so it's those little things. If you know who Shuri is, it's never sudden. It's like you always expect it because if you yeah. have a match where you're expecting or you're sitting there, you're like, oh, this could be it. Like, I need to pay attention because that Mayu match, for example, I think that shocked a lot of people when Mayu, like they rang the bell uh, because like the referee and I still think that match could have been even better. Um, it was really good, but it absolutely um, came under the expectations I had. But like when they ended that match, I remember a lot of people being like, that's it. And I'd be like, this is, this is literally what Shuri does. She, she beats <laughs> yeah. people with everything. She works on something and then she wins. And that's why I like her and love what she does so much. 
so yeah huge fan of this match uh, they completely saved the show for me um and yeah. i'm just i'm just stoked like like the there's so many fresh matchups for sure in this tournament at least, at least for me because i haven't seen some of them uh, last That's year incredible. when they happened <laughs> um so uh, i mean obviously we're getting shuri versus freaking utami this upcoming weekend but um yeah it's gonna be great i, I hope uh my only like request of shuri would be to um she did this i want to say like a couple times when she was swa champion maybe not necessarily in title matches but uh, i would love for her to uh, incorporate like a high kick knockout as a finish mm-hmm. um because that's like i said that's kind of what like keno and nakajima yeah. do in noah and uh, i just think it's like awesome when when one out of every 10 singles matches you you win uh yeah. it's just like by by high kick knockout by like a kick to the head which i think is just just sick so um i think that would be really cool but yeah i completely agree that that drama around finishes um makes things better like like you like you said i never really got the because you you've seen it too like criticisms that like i don't know this kind of came out of nowhere the finish was very sudden and i think sudden and coming out of nowhere are two very different things the finish was absolutely sudden um but it but that doesn't mean it came out of nowhere because (laughs) it's been yeah exactly it's been not only the story of the match but the story of of shuri's recent title matches mm-hmm. is that the finish can 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 come from any moment yeah. um so so yeah i I'm, I'm very much looking forward to to seeing more yeah uh but let's get to this weekend real quick before we move on uh because it is the beginning of the five-star grand prix we have finally made it uh we're gonna go really quick through these two cards not gonna do a full-on preview because you know we already did that and you can check that out anytime uh on the fight game mm-hmm. media network uh either youtube or you can check it out on the feed as well if you would like to listen to the mp3 but the show this weekend there are 11 matches on this first show and almost all of them are must see so they have an opening tag it'll be tam nakano and natsupoi versus momo watanabe and saki kashima versus koguma and she doesn't have a tag team partner now because uh, Momo Kogo. Oh, yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, versus Miyu Amasaki and Hina versus Mina Shirakawa and Wakasukiyama versus Hanan and is it Ruaka or Rina? Either way, I'm sure Hanan's probably going to get moved. Um, yeah, they'll probably move Kogo's team. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. Uh, the big match that we really haven't previewed or talked about at all is Kairi and Nanai Takahashi teaming up against Saya Kamatani and the Lady C. In all of this, in all of the excitement for the five-star Grand Prix, we are also getting two Kyrie matches, which one of them involves Nanai Takahashi returning <laughs> to a stardom ring uh, for just the second time over in, like, I forget the since, exact year. Since 2015. Yes, yes, uh, in seven years. So that's kind of a big deal. I think a lot of people need to, like, recognize this is happening. But it's a really exciting match. Uh, obviously, we know who's winning. But hopefully we get the Kyrie official challenge for Shia after this. Yeah, it, it has to. That that has to be what what we're doing here is uh, is getting the the Kyrie the Kyrie challenge. Um, Nanai has been. She she looked a little bit beaten down last year uh, towards the end of her seedling uh, run, and um, it seemed like she may retire um, when she when she was taking that leave of absence, but. 
in her limited action this year, she's looked great, um, motivated, uh, has that has that aura about her that I think few wrestlers in Joshi have right now because everybody's so fresh on the scene. Um, Nanai has that has that real legend feel to her that I think that I think is difficult to replicate. And uh, yeah, Kyrie and Nanai like a year ago saying that 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 was going to happen in Stardom <laughs> is like is like preposterous. Two years ago, like people would think you were crazy if you mm-hmm. if you said that Kyrie and Nanai Takashi were going to team in Stardom uh, two years from then. Um, so. I mean, this is this is exciting. It's just uh, obviously it's unfortunate. I wish there was like, I, I wish they they had made it. This has been the story of these Kyrie tag matches that they, there's always like yeah. a, someone a pin eater in Not it. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I I uh, I get wanting to protect people, but um, it's Kyrie, she can pin anyone. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything for yeah. first of all. Yeah, like you said, it doesn't mean anything for you to lose to Kyrie, uh, one of your <laughs> most legendary wrestlers, in you know maybe the wrestler outside of EO and Mayu that is associated with your promotion the most. Yeah. Um, and uh, not only that, but like uh, the like Kyrie doesn't gain gain any. <laughs> it doesn't like I don't know. It feels it feels like an exhibition more yeah. than um more than an actual like competitive tag match so yeah. that's why i really really hope that we do get the uh wonder challenge uh after um after this match because that is really the match that i think everybody's waiting for for Kyrie. um still hold, I, i'm still holding out hope that she's going to be a regular uh not just doing this these you know random one-off shows she she was nursing an injury I also kind of slightly suspect that the reason they left that spot open in the five star that Saki eventually took was either because Kyrie was injured and they weren't sure that she was going to make it back in time or that they were still trying really hard to get her to do the yeah. tournament and she was not sure yet. Um, She's committed to a lot of things outside of wrestling. I think people forget too. Uh, right. And obviously they she runs a gym too yeah yeah that's speculation on my part so that could be completely you know false but um i mean Kyrie wrestling full-time it would be such a disappointment for her at you know in her early 30s to just be essentially done with full-time wrestling when just five years ago she was a fresh signee with wwe uh being featured in the may young classic and winning the nxt women's championship like that's Mm -hmm. such a short amount of time to essentially be like done as a full-time wrestler so i still i'm still holding out hope she comes back full-time and uh i, I the first step in that happening is her is her winning that wonder of stardom championship yep. from Sayakamitani. so we'll see yeah if she wins that title she's gonna be around a lot i think if that happens she's at least around for corkins and pay-per-views i think that would be my guess which is still a plus over the us all waiting around and hoping she just comes around once in a while because that's really what her run has been so far uh but she is here for back-to-back days and we will enjoy every second of it but let's get to the tournament matches here blue stars block this might be the opener uh just based on how they have it on here uh but we'll see starlight kid versus suzu suzuki um i'll read through each block match and then i'll let you uh toss any thoughts you have on any of Mm -hmm. them real quick ami saray versus saya Mayu Iwatani versus Mirai. Mayu Iwatani has not won an opening night five-star match since her very first. 
and <laughs> Julia versus Hazuki. That is the Blue Stars block. Uh, I think two great matches yeah, right off for the sure. rip. And then one that could be really good if Mayu elevates Mirai. And then Ami Saray and Saida should be fun. They'll just chop each other and that'll be cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to all four of those. I though that's like such a great lineup. And it, and and yet nothing and it gets in better. there is like <laughs> I know, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> and yet nothing in that in those four is like is, is like even a, a theoretical block final or anything. Right. Um, you know, something that could have been uh, you know on the final day so th- this tournament is gonna be so good <laughs> i'm so excited <laughs> I'm, I'm like oh i'm i'm slightly dreading the the weekend because i'm i'm moving this weekend uh and <laughs> um it is the busiest weekend in wrestling all year yeah. including these two these two five-star shows oh. we got dragon gate kobe world and SummerSlam and rick flair's final match and g1 and <laughs> ice ribbon korikin and <laughs> like new japan has stuff. a uh random show too the music yeah, city new, one music with, city uh, mayhem desperado yeah. god <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much, and I'm gonna be so behind, and I'm so compulsive about spoilers. I literally might just like throw my phone in in, in a river or something, and not <laughs> not even uh, worry about I it. I would definitely and, go. Yeah, you want to go spoiler free? I just delete the app again if I were. Yeah, I think I, I think I may have delete to all that. the apps, maybe. Right. Any app <laughs> right, right. Wrestling could be even close. To I'll delete Safari. I'll, I'll delete uh, <laughs> Chrome from my phone, uh, and I'll go. just be. I'll just treat it like a like a flip phone for the weekend. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I mean the, the these four these four matches are great. I'm really looking forward to seeing what. Obviously, Julian Hazuki is like a really fresh matchup mm-hmm. that we haven't seen. Um, that they should be like really exciting other. because yeah, exactly. They've they've really displayed some some real uh, animosity towards each other. Um, but and of course, Starlight Kid and Suzuki is an extremely fresh match too. But as mentioned earlier, super interested in the idea of Mayu versus Mirai. This is that's like this like set up on a, on a silver platter for Mariah to come out and put on a great performance mm. against Mayu who never wins on night one. Um, so uh, we'll see if she, she lives up to it. Yeah. We're getting an important Mayu match. It's been a while. Um, and then Starlight kid versus Suzu Suzuki. I just wanted to talk about that real quick. That should be absolutely fantastic. Just those two, uh, those two are like, you know, we call Suzu a prodigy, but Starlight Kid and her, the, what, they're 20 and 19 years old. It's like the wrestling is very, very bright here in mm-hmm. Joshi, especially. Um, and then the, the there's history between Julia and Hazuki. If you want to go back to Hazuki's first run where she was like in her like pre-match promo, she's like, yeah, I got to fight Julia to lose here and then I'm leaving. So it's like there is there is, you know, they're probably fine now in real life, but kayfabe wise we know that these two hate each other that should be great and then on the red stars block side we now have momo kogo versus my sakurai kind of funny that they now open the tournament yeah. i'm sure that will be actually the opener of the tournament because they'll just want to get out of the way uh, unagi sayaka versus saki so that'll be pretty cool to see those two go head to head since they're in the same group now uh the five-star grand prix 2020 finals rematch utami haishishida versus Ameka, and i think we can all celebrate that utami has an important match for the first time yes. in all year essentially except for that starting world climax show uh micah versus risa sarah that should be excellent and shuri versus azumi 
Will Shuri get upset for a third year in a row? We will have to see. Uh, any of those matches really jump out to you that you think could be, uh, well, there's obviously ones that are going to be fantastic, but anything that you wanted to just touch on real quick? Yeah, I mean, it's all going to be great. Uh, looking forward to uh, uh, Himeka versus Utami for sure. Um, they're both just the 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 distance between the 2020 finals and now yeah. it just feels so great for these two um so that's that's exciting it's so weird you know Himeka's like so i i think just just stardom just purely stardom at this point that it's still barely even been two years since she's been a part of the company um so that's exciting obviously Risa Sarah versus Micah is great Micah Micah for me was like one of the one of the top highlights of the five star that i was able to see last year uh just because of she there is nobody in the company who's better at putting somebody over than micah which is like almost like a death knell <laughs> but well, yeah, um she got killed by shuri so we're like yeah exactly the whole tournament <laughs> yeah and, and you know even in even in the utami match that she won she was, oh, like, yeah, was getting the shit kicked out of her and everything like that it was pretty bad but oh, um you know a, what a difficult weekend <laughs> I know. Yeah, Tommy and Shuri and back-to-back nights. Um, so, and now she has to come out and face uh, face Risa Sarah here. I don't think Sarah's going to take it easy on on young Micah here. But, um, I mean, that should be great. Shuri and Azumi is an interesting one because even though Azumi has this little story of being, like, yeah, the only wrestler in Stardom. I like that. Yeah, she, she's, like, the only wrestler in Stardom who's been able to consistently get pinfall victories over Shuri, which is what a weird saying something. <laughs> um but i don't think in terms of their matches they've had the best chemistry as wrestlers thus far and uh part of it was that that stuff that i was talking about in my my shuri talk earlier with um i think shuri's just better uh, or at least more equipped to her position right now than she was uh you know maybe when she was swa champion so um that's an interesting one too um i hope they i hope they come out and show out i also think personally azumi I almost wonder if people like with people like Azumi and Starlight Kid and the other like really young um, top talents in stardom that people mm-hmm. haven't jumped ahead a little bit in terms of their expectations, because I still think those types of wrestlers have yet to really bolster out their um, their workload with like really like classic must oh, yeah. matches. The ones that like d- the ones that delineate Utami, Mayu, Shuri julia from starlight kid azumi micah himeka that type of stuff so right. um so I, I think azumi has a chance to make that happen here yeah and she could be main eventing that's not official yet that's but... that would be my choice that's what i yeah. would do i think is shuri yeah. versus azumi it's what they did last year right utami was the champion and then facing sort of an upper mid carter in mm. in micah last year was the main event of that show if i recall so yeah and I think it's worth uh, noting, I think you made a good point there of like, you know, they don't have the classics like that main event level does. The benefit for Starlight Kid and Azumi is that they're, again, 20 and 19. Of course, of course. <laughs> so they have uh, they have some room. They have some room, but they'll be, they'll, you know, in maybe a year or two, we'll at least be considering maybe one of them to win this tournament. So they're, they're close, but uh, this could be a big time for them. Uh, let's really go quickly go through the uh, Sunday show. Uh, so they have another big tag. I'm not reading off all the names again. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the important tag is Kyrie and Natsupoi 
team up against Mayu Iwatani and Saida. I think that <laughs> would probably be better than the one the day before mm-hmm. if they get time, if they actually go, because we're going to see Mayu and Kyrie face off for the first time in a very long time. Yeah, sorry about that. I forgot no I was worries. muted. Uh, uh, yeah, no, th- this should be great. Uh, Kyrie and Mayu facing off is like, people. how are people not like freaking out about this? You know what I mean? I am personally. <laughs> yeah, but... Like, this uh, is the biggest match for me to ever happen again, is like just that rematch someday, any day. Yeah, no, no, nobody's talking about the fact that Kyrie and Mayu Iwatani, like two of three them, are going to face off for the first time since EO went to WWE four years ago. Uh, I mean, that's incredible. We're going to see them. And and they're bolstered by two really excellent tag partners, too. Yeah. And <laughs> Natsupoy and Saya Ida. Um, Ida's going to take a beating. Sorry, Ida. Oh, sure, um, sure. But, I mean, Kai, Natsupoy... She's good being... at taking one, though. She's that, very good at that. That's what she's very good, good at. Thing to be good at. <laughs> Natsupoy being given the rub to team with Kyrie is a, is a major, you know, you and I had that big conversation when she made her her turn to join Cosmic Angels that like, okay, mm. we we are both in agreement that Natsupoy is one of the top people we would pick out of this sort of mid-card to upper mid-card to elevate into being a top top star. Yes. And this, you know, getting the rub of being Kyrie's tag tag team partner. Uh that's been a very limited selection of people thus far in stardom. Um mm-hmm. and so to to be that is is like a big belief in in her in her ability and 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 potential. So that's really exciting. Um yeah, I that's it's kind of odd that I'm just noticing that now but Natsupoi has no singles matches this this weekend. They they must um, yeah. Maybe she's really going all out in this uh, in this tag match. We'll see. But um, that's super exciting. That's that's. I don't think it'll necessarily be the best match of the weekend. It could in terms of that stardom. Kind of crazy if it was. <laughs> but but it's absolutely the one yeah. I'm most uh, excited for and the one I'm I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, I think she's the only like major name not to have a match this weekend, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, a tournament match, but it's okay. I expect her to kill it the rest of the way. She's the she's like one of the best house show wrestlers. So I her having her tournament matches on they're not going to be house shows because they're tournament shows. But you get the picture. I think she'll be great in all mm-hmm. of them. I look forward to them. Uh, Blue Stars block Ami Saray versus Suzuki, Mina Shirakawa versus Momo Watanabe, Saya Kamatani versus Starlight Kid once again, and Julia versus Mirai. So Mirai. Starts off with Mayu Yutani and Julia. I, I don't think we can stress wow. this enough. This is your weekend, Mirai. This is your weekend. <laughs> you have you think to, she's getting a little bit of a little bit of a push in this company, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. Uh that's that's kind of like the Micah weekend from last year, right? Yeah. We just said it. Yeah. Shuri and Utami. This is Mayu and Julia. Like these two are going to lift you up and you have to be able to reach, right? You have to be able to reach that level. Um, Julia is going to go in there and they have their history. Mirai did leave DDM after all for God's eye. So I'm sure Julia is going to make it very physical. Let's see if Mirai can uh, match it. But yeah, Sayakano Tani versus Starlight Kids got to be like the most like quiet match on this because we just saw it. But like, yeah, holy crap, that'll be great. <laughs> yeah, of course. They'll probably go more high speed too. You know, like more, not more high speed, but less like leg work than they did in their, uh, title match like they're probably right. yeah it probably like, won't be a, a disparate they're gonna match. do what i expected them to do 
<laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> which, and which and in hindsight, that's that's great that they decided to shake up the formula a little yeah. bit, knowing that they're wrestling each other two weeks later. Mm. Yeah, they've, they've wrestled each other a lot, huh? They had the uh, coffin match, too. Not that they really did much of that, but right. they still wrestled each other a lot. And then the Red Stars block, Risa Sarah versus Saki in the Catch the Wave rematch. You know, what everyone asked mm-hmm. for. Uh, Koguma versus Momo Kogo. So that's a little interesting. Now we get stars versus stars. Tam Nakano versus Hameka. Big weekend for Hameka. Tommy and Tam. Mm. I wonder how many wins she gets. And then, and of course, the main event, the match that everyone should be talking about. But I think everyone's just excited that it's five star weekend. But we are having Shuri versus Utami Haya Shishida. So. Yeah, 15-minute time limit for them is really interesting because their two title matches went, what, 37 and 36, respectively. and um, 43. 43 on the first one. My, yeah, my apologies. Yeah, um, crazy. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're, they're obviously their five-star went to a draw last year, right? 20-minute draw. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this will be the shortest uh, Shuri and Utami match of all time. It would be very funny to me. I almost think they should, like... Um, it would be it would be i think a very interesting booking decision that you could sort of break your rules for a little bit and do the do the draw and then essentially just do what you did in the title match mm-hmm. last year and have yeah. them uh, in the first one i should say and have them both like demand to keep wrestling and then like rossi grants it or something that would, be, <laughs> that would be i think that would be like kind of inspired actually and yeah. even though it, it doesn't really make sense per se it, i'd I love it really cool i'd love every um, second of it but uh but that's gonna that's obviously like again this is another thing Shuri and Utami are having a match. Like, this is the most important match in stardom history. Uh, yeah. Is, is Shuri versus Utami one. And we're running it back for the first time in 2022. We haven't, we saw it three times in 2021. Uh, and yeah, it's just, just, just a match, just a match. Um, just a match. <laughs> so, although again, that, that makes me think, um, that makes me think Shuri may not be main eventing night one mm-hmm. uh considering mm-hmm. this this has to be the main event right yeah um so yeah maybe it's like julian hazuki or something like that or I can't Risa remember did utami main event both nights last year last oh. year i can't remember the uh, what, i can't even remember what the main event of night two was last year um, uh that's my problem because like, i know night one was Ju- was it julian night. julian momo or julian mayu or something like that might have been julian mayu yeah let me let me double check real quick uh yeah but in any in any case the um i mean that's a huge match i think tam nakano and himeka is a first time matchup if i recall um I think so. not 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 including like maybe they met in cinderella or something like that but yeah uh, first time Mayu and julia by the way yeah it was Mayu and julia so yeah, yeah it could be uh, I, I would if, if i was doing i may do um i may do julian hazuki main event night night one and uh and and then and then Utami and Shuri night two because I think that gives one block a main event and it gives the other obviously Shuri and Utami night two, but in any case, um, I would love for there to be like a crazy finish here too. Like I don't want to draw at all. Um, there, like one of these wrestlers needs to beat the other wrestler. In my opinion, you there there's going to be a million draws in this tournament, but there are certain matches where it would just be so predictable and almost deflating that it would be a draw and i think this yeah. is one of them um so i would love to see a finish here yeah 
I'm I'm super fine with Shuri just beating Utami in like 13 minutes, mm-hmm. and I'm su- super fine, even more fine with Utami beating Shuri in in that same amount of time. So um, that's what I would do. But I mean, this is just two incredible cards, and uh, I can't wait to watch it all. Yeah, no matter what, I th- I don't think Utami wins. They've ne- I don't think they've given on that win to her yet. Just thinking back to no. other matches, no. including the Cinderella match that they had. Shuri be here in that, too. So that's an interesting story to play. But that is it for the stardom section here. If you want to hear our thoughts on the Ice Ribbon Cork and Hall show um, and the TJPW Tokyo Princess Cup to this point, you've got to subscribe to the Patreon, uh, which, of course, that is where the episode posts first. So if you're hearing this right now and you're hearing this on Wednesday or Thursday or before the tournament even begins, then this is the perfect time to listen. Uh, it should be a lot of fun this coming weekend. We'll have it all in a review next week. But until then, see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Stardom Free Edition of the Five Star Joshi Show.